Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Marco Mazzola. And today with me, we have three of our guest hosts today. Um, we have Amy. Hi. In studio with me here. We have Quinn on the line. Hello. And we have Mila on the line. Hello. Hello. There we are. So our normal group. So we're doing a little remote stuff today. Usually we're all in the studio together and Amy's on online with us. Um, and we're no Larry today. So a little shout out to Larry. We miss you. It really is a shame. Uh, it's Hello, a shame, Larry. but Larry's out having fun. There. Larry's out having fun. Watching. He's in New York having fun watching Fan of the Emperor. I'm not too sad for him. Uh, he's doing, he's having <laughs> oh, yeah. a good time. He's having so a great we, time. We do miss he's him. He's doing just fine. So he's doing just fine. So a little shout out to Larry. So today we are doing the chapter five review of Book of Boba Fett slash Mandalorian season three, episode one. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so let's go around. Oh, yeah. so obviously, we've all seen it. Uh, so let's go around the table and kind of get everybody's takes on it. And then we can go in depth in it. So um, Amy, since you're in studio and you never get to go first, why don't you get to go first today? So this was my favorite one so far. This was my favorite one so far. Um, largely, I think, because Boba Fett wasn't in it. And um it might be a popular it, opinion right yeah. there. Yeah. And um it was it was focused on Mando and I loved I loved Mando. I loved his storyline and it was good to see him again. But it didn't feel like I don't know. It, it, unless the next couple episodes are building, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be I mean I understand like they're going to take him and bring him to help Boba Fett. Yeah. But I hope it continues because before this like I had said to you yesterday if they had dropped this all at once, I probably would have stopped watching already. Right. Yeah. I and mean, I understand that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, for personally, um, and I'm not going to get into all my stuff yet. I'll, I'll wait for real else to go through. But yeah, this is still certainly my favorite episode, as sad as that is for a, you know, series where the titular character doesn't appear in the episode at all. Right. Uh, that is a little sad. So, um, all right. So let's go to, uh, we'll just go in order. Quinn, you're next on my screen. So let's go to you. So I am. A little bit annoyed that they spent like what was it like 43 44 minutes on like getting mando to meet fennec but like you I didn't get enjoy they, you didn't enjoy the backstory i enjoyed it i'm just annoyed that they that like they i i enjoyed it but i'm annoyed by it that they had to do it that way gotcha okay that's fair that's fair. You you wanted to see a little you know a little quicker you know maybe just a little minute or two of what he's doing and then Fennec goes to get him and he says okay let's go do it and right yeah they had like because, two minutes of him going around, of him just walking around the ship yeah because at the end of the day and Mila we're gonna get to you too but at the end of the day the whole episode was just a Mando story but not in a story of why he says okay to Fennec to join their little crew right there's really yeah. no yeah. catalyst in the story that we saw. Wasn't- like great with Fennec, I thought they still yeah, like he was, there was like just, oh, there was no Fennec, reason. She's right? just like, like an assassin. Yeah, yeah, but she, you know, but she's like, you know, you know, he's like, oh, Boba Fett needs help. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Obviously, just as sort of a, you know, a payback for Boba helping him, right, and helping him with Grogu, 
you know what I mean, on the planet when Grogu was contacting the other Jedis and, you know, Boba yeah, helped out, fair. right? He, he, he got his back. So he's getting his back now. And that that makes sense. But we, did we, Quinn's right. Do we need 45 minutes of mm-hmm. a story that had nothing to do with why he said okay? Yeah. It was just a reason why he was on Tatooine yeah. and Fennec went to go get him. Somehow she knew he was on Tatooine, right? I mean, he wasn't on there until like that time. I know, he went to go really get recently. New, you know, maybe, maybe word yeah. spreads. Maybe it's a small town. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's multiple towns and he was in Moss Eisley and they're in Moss Espa. So it wasn't even the Tatooine. same town. It's a small planet. No. <laughs> a small, dusty planet. <laughs> Not a lot of action. Small little dusty planets in small towns. (laughs) Yeah. So so let's get into the story itself. And I know we kind of skipped by the news. Do we want to jump back to the news? Let's let's do some news real quick because I forgot to do the news at the top of the show. Yeah, we can do do some news. All right, hold on one second. I got a news intro for you. One second. It's time for the news. All right, great. We got through that without Mila talking. Fantastic. So the news. Um no reviews to read this week, but that's okay. We got a couple, two news articles that I saw. One is not a news article, right? There, it, there was almost a Tom Brady retiring, almost, but so, not quite. Well, yeah, we're not sure. Amy's, not, Amy's more of a sports person than yeah. I am, right? So it came out yesterday, and it was confirmed by multiple sources. And I guess his, except for himself. Well, I guess his TB12 brand initially put something out, but then took it down. Right. So. I don't know. Is he retired? Is he not? Yeah. What's happening? Well, it's like um, that pop figure I got you goes up in value. Yeah. So, right, Mila. Tom Brady's in limbo. Well, <laughs> that's right. Um, okay. So, the other news article, and we don't have a lot this week because I was kind of busy, uh, plus with the storm. But the other one I thought was really cool a TV show is coming out, a reboot series on Peacock for Bel Air or Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, yeah. I had seen that. Um, you know, uh, Will Smith is producing. It looked really good. It's more of a serious drama. T- it's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a serious drama take on the whole series. But I mean, it looked really. And I was a big Fresh Prince of Bel Air fan. I love that show. I- I'm actually interested in watching this. Like, uh, you know, at least checking it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll stick with it the whole time. It'll have to grab my, you know, keep my attention. But I'm actually the, the preview itself looked really strong. If yeah. you get a chance, I would check it out. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. You can just look it up. Uh, it's just called Bel Air. Yeah, check it out on YouTube or wherever, you know, just research, you know, just Google Bel Air reboot show. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it looks really good. The first three episodes are dropping February 3rd, and it'll be a weekly oh, show. So it's next week. Yeah, yeah, first three. They're gonna drop it's this on, week. On what am I, what yeah, am I saying? Like yeah, Thursday, right? Yeah, this week. So they're going to drop the first three episodes on Peacock Network, uh, and then the rest will drop weekly. I would watch that. Yeah. I love the Fresh Prince Bella. Oh, yeah. It's definitely worth uh, at least checking it out. All right. So let's go to Celebrity Deaths. This one was a sad one. Did you? you what, did you, like, when it, not on, when it was on, but, like, reruns, right? She wasn't alive yeah. when it was on. Yeah, she wasn't. I know. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Quinn, have you ever seen it? You ever seen the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air? No, not in, not in Quinn's Royal House. That's okay. That's all right. Are you a Will Smith fan? Who? There you go. <laughs> there we have the answer. Take, take that as a no. Take that as a, as a no. He still does movies. I don't know where Quinn's at. He still does stuff. He's still active. All right. Let's go to celebrity deaths. I only saw one. Yeah, you know who he is. Um, I'll, I'll go. To, there's only one celebrity death this week, and it was a wow. sad one. Yes, uh, Peter Robbins, the voice of Charlie Brown passed away this week uh well he committed suicide at the age of 65 
Um, he suffered for years from bipolar disorder, amongst many other things, um, you know, spent multiple years in prison and, you know, and a lot of it based around his um, disorders. And unfortunately, you know, it just, it overtook him. He thought he had it, you know, not licked, obviously, but he had, he had it under, he had it managed and he was in a facility and, you know, taking the right medication and doing what he was supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day, it just, it's a super powerful thing and it's really tough for people to, you know, be able to manage and, you know, you need so much support and help with that kind of thing. And nobody should try to go at that alone. So, um, you know, it was very sad. Like I saw the article and I was, you know, a little sad for the childhood, you know, the voice mm-hmm. of Charlie Brown, you know, and seemed like a very interesting person. He wanted to write a, I think he wrote a book or was going to write a book about it and um, didn't, I don't think he got the chance. So, you know, it's sad when somebody who, you know, you, you hear that voice, you know, that voice, it's in your head. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for their life to turn the way it did and that, do you know what I'm saying? Like you think, you know, not that anybody's untouchable, but like you figure they got it right. Like they, they did this and they're so iconic, but it can, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. So that's all. I don't want to go too deep into it and turn down the whole episode, but you know, we should all take a moment on that. All right. All right. Let's go back to it. Let's get back into now the chapter five, the book of Boba Fett slash Mandalorian season three, episode one. Um, we start out the episode in a, basically a butcher shop, like a butcher, uh, a slaughterhouse, I should say a slaughterhouse with these Alien slaughterhouse with these dog creature, you know, humanoid dog creatures. Um, interesting location. I don't think we've ever seen something like that before in the world of Star Wars. And there's actually a couple locations in this episode that we've never seen no, in Star were, Wars. But they were in the last episode with Boba Fett, I think. Weren't they? No. No, it was different. It was different creatures, but I know what you're talking about. You know about, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. The guy yeah, at the end? Di- yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That guy was more of like lizardy. Okay. He was a little bit more lizardy. But yeah, he had the same kind of jowl. Thing yeah. happening from the nose, that same yeah. time, but different character. Um, Wait, uh, kind of reminds, yes, reminds me of Barf from Spaceballs. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Exactly, exactly right. But so what was weird about that was like, you know, it's a slaughterhouse in the Star Wars universe space, yet they still have those plastic drape type things that we have in our like butcher shops and, you know, meat markets and stuff like that. It's like, well, that, I guess that's just universal. That just translates <laughs> to even... Yeah, the meat market's anywhere, no matter which galaxy you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, to them, you use the same sort of, like, you know, not decoration, but, like, you know, utility stuff that we use. Yeah. was quite interesting. You know, mm-hmm. the, the cleavers look different, the table, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it a way to ground it? Is it a way for us to sort of instantly recognize where mm-hmm. you are without having to do a lot of backstory on what they where they are? It's like, okay, yeah, that just looks like a meat market we have or a slaughterhouse yeah. that we would have. And it did immediately. You immediately, yeah, you saw those 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 plastic hanging drapes and you knew where you were. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so it looked it was it was a cross between like a meat market and like something from Saw. Yeah, it was you know weird. I mean? It was really weird. The, was the weird. set dressing. Um, so we go, and he finds his basically the bounty he's looking for cuts off his head. He's got the dark saber. So we realize he still has the dark saber, mm-hmm. right? Which we saw as you do. Uh, and he's using it not very well. He does look cool. I hope he gets to learn how to use it really well. I hope he gets training on how to use it and figures out, and that might be an arc that they use in the actual Mandalorian show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, 
So some of the things that I love Imagine about this episode. What if he's that would be sensitive. cool if we, f- we find out later on that he's yeah he's a force sensitive Jedi Mandalorian. Yeah, that <laughs> would that would one. be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty badass. That would be pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't using it all that well. He cut himself. He sliced his own leg with it during the fight with the dogs. Well, it's too heavy. It, not, it gets heavier the more yeah you he's use fighting it. against it. That's right. what the the, the armor. The what? The armorer. She's called the armorer. The armorer. Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah. So yeah. Eh, same thing. <laughs> yeah, they they call her the armorer. And um, but you know we like to change names like here, like Sandworm and all that on this show. So <clears throat> we go there. We get the bounty. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. We he cuts off his head. Now here's where I here's the first bump for me. He gets the dog's head, you know, he, he takes it, he's got it in the sack. I'm all good with that. You know, he's, you know, th- he's going to carry it back. He doesn't have the razor crest, right? Cause that's gone. That blew up. He has no ship. He's going to board a commercial flight. Okay. I'm okay with that. He's got to get around the galaxy somehow. Yeah. Yep. A little weird, but okay. He hasn't found a ship yet. That's fine. I'm good with that. He gets on this commercial flight that makes him check all his weapons, right? He goes this whole scene of like, and it's that trope of like, I'm going to take out a million things. Like, here's my knives. Here's my guns. Here's the darts. Here's the rope. Here's the, you know, it's forever, right? Here's the saber. Here's my pistol, right? It's like, it, you've seen that before in movies where they have like, it's almost a, um, uh, one of those, uh, yeah, it's almost like a naked gun. If you remember yeah. those movies, mm-hmm. like one of those tropes of like, this is, or, or, or um, you know, what's his name? Uh, Mel Brooks. It's almost like a Mel Brooks scene, right? Like we're going to make this ridiculous and just, drop a hundred weapons into this case. The problem I had with it is it other than that bit of comedy, it's useless. It never becomes a problem. Like it doesn't become a issue. He doesn't have to find the saber again. Like it's just, he gets off the flight and he gets all his weapons back and work on for the day. So you spend a few minutes dealing with this mm-hmm. of him unloading all his weapons for no real payoff. That's what you tell me? Cause I need to know. Right. Something that actually forwarded the story, <laughs> yeah. you know, Absolutely. No, I think you're right. I don't think there was time. I mean, let, well, let's put it in there. There is time, right? There's a 45 minute episode. You can make another 15 minutes long. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. All these shows, like these, a lot of these Disney shows have been like cut short, 45 minutes. You can make it an hour, right? The boys is generally an hour. Like you, these other shows are recording at an hour. Why are you cutting episodes short? What is the catalyst? What is the reason? Mm-hmm. Other than yeah, maybe like- you think down the line, you're going to what? Put them on network TV and there's got to be commercials. So you got to build it that way. I don't think so. I don't see Disney farming it out down the road to, you know, ABC or CBS and like, okay, so now we had to make 45 minutes because we know there's going to be commercials put in for an hour show eventually. I don't think so. So there is no real reason I can see to make the episode so short. So make another 15 minutes and make five of it him trying to get his weapons back that he had to give up. Yeah, there was there yeah. really was no point to that. I thought they were going for like maybe maybe like a comedian, you know, like it's it's just funny, right? Like look kind of like that Indiana Jones moment. Yeah. Right. When the guy with the sword, he reaches, he reaches for the gun. He doesn't have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how, you know, I think they were trying to make a joke of how armed he is, but yeah. it just, I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It was I a thought. cute little thing, but again, it just, it, it's not like he like it, reaches under, like he reaches under his breastplate and like just pulls one out. Yeah. Like, it would have been better. It would have been better if he like even threatened the robot. Like the robot's like, no, you have to like, listen, I'm going to blow you away if you don't, you know what I mean? Like do yeah. something of like, no, I'm keeping my weapons because this is, yeah, like something, you know what I mean? Fine. There was, there was, there was some little pause yeah. of like, 
Yeah, you see him in the ship in a little, you know, the little, um, I forget what they're, it's not a Tweelock, I forget what race the um, Credo is. It's mm-hmm. one of those. It's the Credo, yeah, it's a Credo race-based character. The little girl, or boy, I don't know what it is, is looking at him, you know, and he just kind of gives it the little sideways lens. Yeah, which then you see later, you see the mm-hmm. same character when, you know, that's the only reason for that is because you, then you see it later when he's driving, he's flying around that commercial ship. Why the X-Wing Rodian. pilots stop him? Yeah, Rodian. He's then, Rodian. That, Rodian. Thank you, Rodian. I knew, I knew that's why we Quinn. That's where we bring data. So um, he's always got the answers. I love it. Love you, Quinn. So um, it's true. You say that. I'm comfortable. So <laughs> you should see the Amy. The Amy's look at me right now. Anyway. It's not about the love you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. So we get that scene. We get to Tatooine. Right, and we we now we get all our weapons back, uh, and then we meet Amy Sedaris's character again, right? Who's uh, basically so another comedic time. She's a com- she's a comedian, yeah. So like you got to throw a little bit in there, but that was a little much, right? You have the little robot with two legs, which I forget we've seen him before, mm-hmm. and so it's a callback character, you know. And then you know the other big rat basically gets her and is pulling her behind the That's Amy Sedaris? Yeah, 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 with a lot of makeup and the big wig and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh my god. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, there's actually like something on like line. People like look at that, look at her what she really looks like in real life compared to what she looks like on the show. Yeah, look it up. It's her. So, um yeah, anyway, so you see she's getting pulled behind the crate by the big by the big rat essentially and that's when Mando shoots it and and lets her go. But that kind of whole moment was a little like it felt a little out of place. You know what I mean? Mando's that gunslinger type, and then there's all of a sudden it's like this comedy of her getting dragged behind a case by this big rat. Quinn, what about you? How big was the rat? Like, it was pretty good like- size. It, yeah, it's kind of hard to see. You're right. It's yeah, it's not rat size. It's almost like small dog size. No, it is. Or it New was York more rat. like uh, it was almost it was rat. almost like golden retriever size. If you see like there was a kind of a glimpse of it, and then at the end of the show. At the end of the show, if you see in the, you know, they do like those paintings, you know, they see those yeah. paintings at the end of the show. If you see the actual artwork on it, it was supposed to be really big. Yeah. It was almost like a, like, I said, like a golden retriever. So yeah, pretty much. Golden <laughs> retriever rat. Yeah. It, it, it was about that size in the, in the painting, right? You don't get to see a really good glimpse of it on the show. They kind of cut around it. Um, so yeah. So, yeah. So then she gets, she's there. I liked the rest of her time there. We see. What, did, what, what was another callback character we saw on that side? Does anybody remember? Does anybody see it? Well, you're close. It was R5, the red droid. R5. That's the one that blew up. Yeah, that's, that's the one that blew up. up. That's right. And that's why if you see the top of it, one of the panels looked all burnt out around the red. Because that's when it had the bad, bad motivator and blew up. So she fit, the, the job was to get back and she got it. No, he didn't sabotage. The thing just thing just was just crap and it blew up yeah. on the walk through it could, you know and then that was it and so he he blew up and they're like no this one's got a bad motivator so they took it back and obviously the jaw was had it and she now has it and she fixed it yeah it's r5 the red one that blew up in a new hope isn't that a great callback yeah that i was had no cool. idea yeah 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 she made mention of making sure she called it r5 so that you knew it was that actual that robot. It, that's Plus what it's it was. red. It looks like it's got that sort of like um hexagonal shape to the to the head, not like rounded dome like R2s. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I thought that was a nice little callback, ah. which is what I love on this show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I like it though. Yeah. Queen, what are you gonna say? Okay. 
So according to the I just looked this up. According to the Disney Canon Anthology book, from a certain point of view, the droid was not sabotaged, but rather convinced by R two D two to fake a malfunction. There you go. So he Jedi mind him. Yeah. One one non sense force sensitive droid <laughs> Jedi mind tricked another droid to you know basically Blow commit up. suicide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to off itself. That's awesome. Great call, Quinn. Great, great look up. I like that. Data's in the house. Right. <laughs> what? We have a, everyone has a purpose. Yes, everyone yeah. does have a purpose. My, that's, what we love. that's why we love Quinn. Because um, I don't want to look that up, but that's why we have Quinn. Quinn's going to look that up for us and add context to the show. Quinn, you need to be on more shows because I'm getting crap wrong left, right, and center all the time. Ask everybody else. <laughs> So, all right. So we see that. So now we're we're, we're supposed to. He's he's supposed to get a new razor crest. He's looking for a new razor crest. She does not have a razor crest. No. She has a Nubian fighter. I could tell what it was underneath the tarp yeah. just because I love the Nubian fighters so much. The the royal fight, you know, guard fighters. Mm-hmm. Those things are so badass in in uh, Phantom Menace. Um, so I could tell by the tarp and the shape that I was like, oh my god, it's going to be a Nubian fight. And of course, she pulled the bag, had the yellow on it and the two wings. Such a cool callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, was really a cool. Great way to pull that into this to this you know those pre empire like she said off the grid handmade like they went through all the specs yeah and I'm sure some people have trouble with it you know I think Larry I spoke to Larry about this uh, this week before he went away yeah he was you know how Larry go we love Larry Larry has a lot of trouble with L- this show <laughs> Larry does and he had trouble with the the what 80s trouble? the 80s fixing a car montage. Is basically what we got as the '80s fixing the car, fixing the car up month. Yeah, just the same as somebody like like a, like a chasing. Yeah, he's a had, lot of it. A lot of it, and that's okay. Everyone's got their good opinion, so that's why we love him, and we miss him today. Um, so yeah, he was not a fan of the car fixing montage, almost like we saw in um, uh, the Star. Uh, no, sorry, Ghostbusters Afterlife when we was when Finn Wolfhard was fixing the the Ecto One. It's like okay. Yeah, so th- this we got a, a very long car fixing montage, but I liked it. I Me enjoyed it. it. It gave some great moments. Uh, you know, it's creepy. It could, the Amy Sedaris's character was so creepy. She's like, I dated a Jawa once. Very furry. Very furry. I know. Furry. Very furry. And she gives like her tongue. Around, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the fact that she can speak Jawa was awesome. I thought that was fantastic. Like, that was really good. She's, you know. Yeah, she's translating stuff like that. Like I thought that was a great added touch to the show. You know, we'd never seen that before with her, and that she could do that. I thought that was wonderful. I, I enjoyed the riches. So this is my trouble with chapter five. The really other than a couple little nitpicky things, they're really it's a great solid episode, and we haven't spoken like this about any of the other episodes of the Mandalorian season three. Right, it's a season three. It's a great solid it's episode. A great, great season three, episode one of the Mandalorian. But for Boba Fett, we haven't, which we're not getting till the end of the year. How many episodes are there? There's only seven. There's only two episodes left of this season. He showed up in the God. recap, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. Seven episodes. We have two left. So the so the begs to the question of two episodes left. There's supposed to be a war coming. Is this a one or two episode war? This is a, that's not a war. That's a mild skirmish. Yeah, exactly. That's a couple of kids on the playground in the sandbox getting pissed at each that's other. What I was just thinking. Literally throwing sand in each other's eyes because we're on Tatooine. So why not? <laughs> you know, so it just I don't understand. I don't get it. And so then the question also is, you know, Din Djarin is like, yeah, I'm on board. I'll do this, but I have to go and see a friend, which we know he's going to go see Grogu because he, you know, the armor made him. We'll go back to that part too because that part I loved and hated. 
you know, he got the, which might be chain mail. It looked like she was making chain mail for him, but he, she made him something for Grogu, you know, some armor essentially for Grogu. What I thought was funny. She put in that little like, you know, handkerchief and then pulled out the, to the parts that look like his ears. Yeah. So it kind of looked like his head. Yeah. That was a cute little thing. Weird, but cute. Uh, but he's going to go see Grogu. So it begs the question, right? Like, here we are. You know, here we are. Excuse me. Sorry. You know, so we're going to have what? At least another episode of him going to bring that to Grogu. And then what? Are We've got we? Are we one- going to bother? Or is that going to be part of the Mandalorian? Like, is that, that, that set up what he does in Mandalorian? So the question is... How does he then come back? Are we gonna, is this a time jump between this episode and the next episode where, you know, we don't get to see what he went and did, but that he's back. He's back on Tatooine. He, you know, he took care of the business with Grogu and now he's back on Tatooine and helping Boba with the war. That's, that's the question, right? We just go see him on the way to go get Grogu. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> episode one, a, <laughs> but then if you do that, the whole is the whole season, just that period of time. Is it shortened time? Oh, yeah, I mean, like no. the time stuff is going to be really weird. Yeah. Well, okay, but then what do we do? What do we do for the happened? rest of the season? Yeah. Is, is the rest of the season him going back to see Boba? Right? So he's coming back. He's going to come back and help fight the war. It could be the aftermath of the war. The war. Yeah. In air quotes. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that is that is something to be seen. We still, like I said, we still have two episodes left. Okay. So let's track back a little bit. We are at the, um, the planet, the ring planet, which is very much halo. It's almost a halo, but it's not complete. It's not a complete ring. We see there's an end to the, to the ring. That whole Quinn, but there's that whole planet, which was, I, I mean, I know, I know I'm being nitpicky, but like really impossible. <laughs> it's an impossible like feat of, yeah. Not just engineering, it's just open, mm-hmm. right? We see no quasi like force field that holds people a to it or air to it, and the people just walking around on this ring floating around space, which looks completely, you know, quote unquote, man made, right? Like it's it's, it's manufactured, yeah. not natural, right? It was cool looking, super cool looking how the light kind of kind of travels over it in different sections, day or night. Super cool, super cool looking, whatever. I don't know if you call it a planet or whatever you want to call it, station. Yeah, makes no sense, but it was really cool looking. A lot of suspension of disbelief for this planet. I use the word planet like loosely. I know, I know. But again, it was really cool. Like, And then he goes to the bowels of it. He goes underneath it, essentially, to find the armor and the one other Mandalorian that still exists. And And then he gets kicked out of the club. And then he gets kicked out of their, their club. He gets kicked out of the Mando Club. Yes. Like, really? And, like, both on both sides. Like, really? You got kicked out? How sad are you? Well, that's it. That's the other side. Like, really? You have three people in your guild, and you do you really have the, the manpower to kick somebody else out? You're down to two now. Just because you're pissy that he took off his helmet. Yeah. And, and one of them that's kind the of way. A- I get this is the way, but yeah. maybe we can... Bend a rule to get our numbers up a little bit. No, we don't bend rules. But the other one too seems like kind of a jerk. Like I take oh, yeah, Mando over him. Yeah, he's he's like, hat. yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I don't like him. I get the motivation. I get the motivation. His ancestor built the dark saber, so he wants it back in his possession. Part of it is the I want it back because my ancestors, and the other part is that he just wants the power. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's exactly the main. Mo- I'm sure correct. that's the main motivation. He just wants to be the ruler. Use that as the reasoning, right? That makes you seem less, you know. No one wants shitty. to say I want power, right? Yeah, because you just look like a lunatic when you do. You look like a megalomaniac. Yeah. So. Try and legitimize yourself. Yeah. It yeah, was, that was kind of sad. 
could What's be. That? What'd you say, Quinn? Could be Mando. It could be season one of Mandalorian. Could be him going to see Ahsoka. She's getting her own show, so I wonder how much she's going to show up in Mandalorian. She's going to be busy with her Fair. own show. Um, but we have to get true, Mando true, true. back with Grogu because Bo-Katan also will go to the dark saber for for a short time. Yeah, Bo-Katan will most likely see. We'll most likely see Bo-Katan again because of the dark saber and everything, all that kind of stuff. We'll most likely see her again well but we also probably will see luke again too i would imagine to some degree because he's going to see grogu who is with luke so at some point we'll have to bring him in hopefully like i loved what they did with the you know the face swapping the you know that that they did with it but hopefully they don't do that for the next one if he's going to be in it more right because mark hamill you know kind of came back in and put the suit on but they did that whole uh it's kind of de-aging but they didn't they use that um deep fake is what it's called uh, did you ever see that? What, no. the, what, the, what they do? Deep fake. So they take like a billion images of your face over the internet. They like pull yeah. every possible like image that you've ever had like online and it just shoots them. The computer puts them in differently. Yeah. And really? then of course clean it up. But yeah. So anytime you've ever done. Yeah. So that that's so they took all the photos and video stuff when he was younger. Yeah. Mark wow. Hamill interviews when he was younger during like 78, yeah, yeah. around that time period. So obviously he did a lot of interviews, you know, on TV, you know, Johnny Carson and whatever, you know, they took all that video mm-hmm. that they have in the archives and took all those images and, and mixed it in. Wow. It's an amazing, I'll, I'll show it to you sometime. It's pretty cool. They have it. I think it's on Disney plus, isn't it? Like, but the other, the other question is the, the other question is, do you even bother? Like that takes a lot of work and a lot of money. Yeah. To do that, it's a lot of time and money to do if he's in a whole episode, not just a minute or two. So the other, obviously, option they have is Sebastian Stan has been very public about the fact that he would like to do it. And if you actually see him, what he normally looks like, not in Winter Soldier or anything like that, if you see him next to Mark Hamill, they look very similar. They look very, very similar. Yeah. He looks like he looks like Mark Hamill did when he's younger. Really? Mm, yeah. Yeah. You see him like clean cut with a short hair, you know, no beard or whatever. It looks very similar to Mark Hamill when he was younger. So it would be an, an easy switch to put him as a younger Mark Hamill, you know, Luke after Jedi. You know what I mean? And, and make it better. So, yeah. yeah. So it would yeah, be yeah. super right. easy. Um, now I'm Googling this. Go ahead. <laughs> you do that. I will. No, it's good. It's You should see it. If you've never seen it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty eerie when you see it. You're like, oh, my God. You never, you never notice it until you see it together. It's like a, it's like a, it's like at the dojo meal when you see a yellow belt or a gold belt or an orange belt, they look essentially the same without sitting next to each other. But when you put them next to each other, like oh yeah, that is a different color. So that that's what happens. Yeah. So I mean, anyway, wow. yeah, right? Wow. See, so you, so you pulled it up the side by side, right? Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, perfect, it's, it's, but it's, definitely. I mean, for a show, you're gonna get away with it. If you put Sebastian Stan in there, you get away with it. You easily get away with it. You know what I mean? Because you understand that you're not going to do that deep be... faking for an entire episode. Yeah. No, they could be they could be brothers. Yeah. So that, that was I thought that was I think that's a good way. If they choose to do that, I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, all right. So we, we talked about the underground or under station uh material. I liked that with the armor. I thought that was fun. I liked the training, you know, the training montage when she was trying to help him with the dark saber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's wonderful. I like her. I like her character. Data, we need a we need a name. Data, what's her name? What's the actress's name? Which one? Yeah. The armor. Data will get it for us. Emily Swallow. You, Emily Swallow. Emily. Thank you, Quinn. And Thank you, Quinn, because Mila was not going to stop. No. And for stunts, <laughs> Lauren Kim. Gotcha. All right. 
So there you go. See, that's why we have data. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. So um, yeah, that's that's my take on that portion. Now we get to Ford again. We're back. We 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 fixed the new ship, right? We we fixed the Nubian fighter. It looks badass. All the modifications, the mm-hmm. you know, the Fast and the Furious, you know, on the top. They they basically tricked, you know, they yeah, they Dominic Toretto'd out the. The the, the, the red out the, the front of it. It's got the you know the air intake and the manifold and the the you know what I mean. All that stuff was the car. All that stuff was really cool looking. So like souped up and jacked up. I thought it was funny. And then you he takes it up. He takes it up and he busts ass out of there. Right. And he's starting to you know. And she tells him you got to you got to fly like a starfighter, not a gunship. And he just peels out. So when he peeled out, do you did you see where we were? Who saw where we were? In the desert. Okay. Uh, yes, we were in the desert. You're right. Where in the desert? Does anybody recognize the, the scenery? Is it more Phantom Menace? Yeah. Right? It's a pod yeah. race. It's a pod yeah, race. It's right. a pod yeah. racing track. Yeah. And we went through the pod racing track, which I thought was a great call. Yes. Yeah, we, we got you. We can hear you. We got you. Yes, you're just, you're, yeah. Your video kind of your video pauses once in a while, but we can hear you the whole time. Um, <clears throat> yes, we get the pod racing scene, like basically the pod racing track through that in Beggar's Canyon. So I thought that was a great callback. Yeah. On the Baker's Canyon and all that. And yeah, that was really good. And then, of course, he takes it to outer space. He, he you know, He's like, all right, let's punch it. Let's see what we can do. And up into space they go. And he's flying around the commercial ship. You see the little, what was that, what was that species name again, Quinn? Uh, Rodian. Rodian. We see the little Rodian again. Now, I had a question for you on the Rodian. When you see the kid, or girl, I don't really know. Don't really, you know, it doesn't matter. But when you see this character... The child. The child. That's Grogu. That's Grogu. Grogu is the child. If you look on the the kid, the child's right side, I could have sworn you saw the kid's real neck, the actor's real neck. Like there's like a collar, but beyond the collar, I have to look at it again and screenshot it. It looks like yeah. the mask doesn't continue, or they didn't bother like you know doing anything further. Like there's no more green goes down into the neck. You could see the human skin. Underneath, there's just like a mass that ends underneath the chin or underneath the right, right where the neck starts, and it kind of because it kind of turns its head a little bit, and you can kind of see it once in a while. That was kind of weird, you know. Interesting, not something you normally see, like mistakes like that in a Star Wars uh, show. No, not at all. Uh, they usually could have pretty good about stuff, and not to say that they don't have their share of mistakes and things like that. Most famously, um, in in A New Hope, the stormtrooper that knocks himself out, <laughs> running through the uh, opening, running when they're all running in. <laughs> To one seat and one just beans the the cross beam, because they come up at an angle, right? It's not perfectly square. There's like an angle to it, and it didn't hit it. it just can't see it. Those stupid helmets and just cracks himself right out. Again, it adds well, a, a layer of comedy. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't intentional. It certainly wasn't intentional, but they're like, ah, just print it. That's fine. Nobody <laughs> yeah, else is going to even notice it. Yeah, until after nobody's even going to notice. Yeah, let's put it. But obviously, now, of course, you didn't see that in the movie theater because you couldn't rewind it. But, you know, take now we have even from VHS, you could start rewinding it and noticing. And, of course, when mm-hmm. it became digital, forget it. Super easy to clean pauses and you see this thing bean itself out. So I yeah. think George Lucas so, actually liked that part. Yeah, he probably did. I think he's just like, keep it. Why not? Because they could have cut it differently or whatever, especially in any of the um, remastered editions. They could have easily cut that out or digitally taken him out, you know, whatever. So they could have changed it and they didn't. They kept it in there. Um Another callback, which I love. I love the callbacks in this episode. When he and uh, when Mandalorian and uh, Amy Steris's character, who can't remember, I'm going to look that up, what her character name is. Oh, it starts with a P. Yeah. It's not Petunia. No. 
<laughs> no, no, the character played by Amy Sedaris. What was her character name? So they're fixing the gunship. They're fixing the far, the starfighter, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And there's that long pole right near the end that they have to put in. Mm-hmm. Super long pole. It has like sort of like the, the bottom Kelly song. Like this little, thank you. See, you're right. The P. So there's like those sections that have like the little bumps on it, things like that. Yeah, that really long shaft they kind of put in together at the end. Yeah. Do you remember where that we were seeing that before? A New Hope. Again, we're back to A New Hope. In the trash compactor, that's what they used to try to jam the, the walls from, from trying to close in oh, on them. Oh, really? It's the same, that's the same item. Yeah, I saw a screenshot side by side. When, when, when Han and Leia are trying to hold it up yeah. and stop the walls from closing in on them, it's the same, it's the same item. The same really? piece of shit, yeah. But I'm assuming not the same one. I'm assuming not the exact same one, though. Probably not the same one because that one got crushed. But it's the same type of thing. It's <laughs> yeah. the same item, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool. That was a really fun <laughs> callback because they really spent a good. They spent a good time talking about it and showing it on screen and mm-hmm. how the Jawas became about it because they 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 went under a Pike ship and basically while it was still active when somebody was just like out getting coffee they went out and stole it. <laughs> like yeah, they just pulled it, sliced it off and pulled it. Yeah. So, oh, they're inventive. <laughs> they are. They, they are, are daring. They're creative yeah. and daring, but very furry. Very furry. Yeah. So, <laughs> I still think that was funny. People, I'm sure people find that ridiculous. I thought that was funny. As I hell. think it's funny. Yeah, I, I it was, thought it was, that was funny. Was a great little bit. I don't mind that part. That's actually the. That I believe that's the first time in Star Wars history that we get a uh, reference to the skin texture. Yeah, because you really see it in this one more. Like you see their arms. Yeah. More in this one, like they come out from underneath the cloaks. We haven't really seen that before. And if you look really close on a couple of the shots, you see a lot of fur. There's a lot of dark fur coming out from underneath that cloak. I pause right. the screenshot. I'm like, oh yeah, they are really furry. Well, you gotta <laughs> like know. almost like um like a bear furry, like really like it's it's not just like an even monkey fur. Yeah. Kind of like an Ewok, yeah. like really yeah. fluffy fur, like really fluffy fur. Yeah. But now that they brought it up, they have to, you know. They don't have to match it, but no. it should. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was a great little introduction to it. Again, it's a little character development as far as I'm concerned, not just for her and her backstory, which, you know, we don't really know much about her other than the fact that now we know she was born on Tatooine. She's always lived. They've never been off world. Um, but, you know, a little, you know, little backstory. She's alone doing her thing and she just loves what she does. She has these droids, including R5, you know, doing her stuff and making a living, making a living on Tatooine the best she can. Right. Moving on up, hopefully. <laughs> that's right moving on up to the east side of uh in Mos Espa, maybe mm-hmm. who knows yeah you never we'll know so i thought that was fun i thought that was yeah. fun yeah so we get the whole scene he gets back the so we get the call back we're in we're flying around space right he, he buzzes the commercial ship and then of course he meets you know the two x-wing pilots basically pull him over mm-hmm. to talk to Which him he's, I, he's beacon, I thought right? it was hysterical yeah and we see the guy um the other guy from the mandalorian show with the beard. Yeah. Right. We see him again. He's like, don't I recognize your voice? Like, I think you got somebody else. And then he books it out of there. I thought that was awesome. That was, that was a great moment. He books it out. He's like, I jumped to hyperspace. Though he did it. Those are afterlight engines. Yeah. To me, that was like a, that was like that, my favorite line in Rocky three, I think it was when he was fighting Thunderlips, right? When he's walking, Thunder Thunderlips. played by Hulk Hogan. And so Rocky's in the ring with his manager, everything like that. And they're like, he's like, why are they carrying him? And they're like, he's they're not. He's walking. <laughs> That's why Mary's like, oh crap. And then Hogan gets in the ring and Rocky's like to look up at him. <laughs> like from from his she's like chest height is to look up into his face. Why is he carrying? Why are they carrying him? They're not. He's walking. <laughs> so that was the same thing to me, right? So that was fun. So we go back down. Loves the ship. Yay. I got my new ship. Now the ship, which is super cool, right? 
That shit was super cool. Would everybody agree? Yes, absolutely. All right, but Amy and I talked about this too. How is he carrying anybody back in that thing? Like, mm-hmm. that's not a bounty hunter ship. It's a one-man ship with a droid port. The droid port? Yeah. You can put people yeah, in the, the droid, droid port. port. She gutted out the droid port, so maybe he could stuff a body. Right, there's no carbonite freeze, which he had. Like, the, he had a nice little portable carbonite freezer. So you have to bring him, you know, either whatever, dead or folded up like a briefcase and stuff him in the droid, the droid port. It's really not conducive. It's And it's not conducive for long-range or long-term flight, like long-term space flights. You know what I mean? Right. And his ship, he can peek his head on autopilot and go walk around and go to go to sleep, go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's not much he can he can go. No. He can go to local planets that are quick. Yeah, he can go to local planets that don't take a lot of time to get through with light, even light speed. He could go there, but he's not going to make like you know a jump from one side of the galaxy to the other. He's not going to go even you know one part of the outer rim to the. You know what I mean? It's like. It's not going to happen. It's just too much time. Yeah. For just sit in that little cockpit and do nothing. Well, it would is. You know, that should be all cramped up. Would you prefer for him to get a fire spray? No, I want him to get a slave one. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what I want. No, what I would like, what I would like is another ship like the Razor Crest, but something, something big enough to put this ship in. Something that <gasps> this ship could port inside of, right? And dock in, right? And mm-hmm. then you could use this on like- special missions if you needed to. Like maybe yeah. like maybe another YT thirteen hundred or no, no, sure, no, that, no, that wouldn't work. Yeah, there's it plenty might. of ships out there that they can that yeah. have that are big enough to put this ship inside of. Yeah, a good sized ship that he can dock this one in and use yeah. this for like use this, yeah. quick little stealth missions or whatever things mm-hmm. he needs yeah. the speed for. You know what I mean? That would be pretty cool. So you don't want to just give up this ship. It's it is pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, so we get back. We land. We land the new badass ship. We land the new better ship and, you know, saying how much he likes it. And then who shows up? But Fennec. Yep. Fennec shows up. Mingna Wen shows up. The last moment. I thought that was good. I thought it was a good entrance. I thought that was fun. It's just the very last moment we get to see Fennec. And she recruits him. And I like the way she recruited him. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I enjoyed the way she recruited him. That she tried to pay him. And he's just like, no, no, no. This one's on the house because it's for Boba Fett, who, again, he helped him out. Out, he got his back with Grogu. He's gonna, he's gonna help mm-hmm. Boba Fett. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, me I, too. I, I enjoyed that. But, but then again, we bump into the fact that he's gonna go see his friend. Who knows what's gonna happen going forward? So, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next episode. The time frame is gonna be weird, but we'll see yeah. what happens next episode. Hopefully, they explain some of it or we see something. Because again, my fear is that we talked about last time is this episode, does this season end on some kind of a cliffhanger? This is just two episodes left to have a war. Yeah, you know I mean, I know it like, is. How do we have a war and solve all this? Oh, you know what part I loved, and uh, maybe I don't know if you guys like this part was when the armor was telling him about the Mandalorian history, mm-hmm. and we saw the bombing. Yeah, with all the Thai bombers coming through, like that. You know, depressing, mm-hmm. but really great. Totally, yeah. exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I thought about. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Turn because then the the K two SOs. I don't know whatever. You know, the K twos. There's a bunch. of the K2s were coming through just blasting after the bombers had come through, wiping out anything, you know, that was still moving. Uh, I know you see all the Mandalorian helmets sort of laying about. I thought that was super depressing, but also really amazing. Mm-hmm. It felt more movie than streaming show. Yeah. Like that seemed like a movie moment to me. Something they would put in a New Hope or a or like a Rogue One or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that definitely gave it more of a, a, a movie feel than a TV show feel. Canonically, so, yeah, that would have had to 
that would have canonically had to happen like around Rogue One, though. Yes. Yeah, but that's but that's it, oh, right? We got some nice, we got some really nice history and yeah. a great way to put it out there uh, in this show. And it brought again Chapter Five to be the best episode of this whole, absolutely, like the most. And so we'll, we'll give credit to where credit is due. Uh, Di- Bryce Dallas Howard is the, was the director. She's amazing. She directed yeah, she some really episodes is. of Mandalorian and did amazing at that. She's, I mean, a, she's a little loopy. If you ever see our interviews, like she's kind of a loopy person, but she's super nice. Like she's super, super nice. Looks like, you know, right, exactly. And she's really good. Like she's really good at this. And they're, so now, of course, everybody's like voting for her to, to do a movie, like for her to take over and do one of the movies. That'd be really cool. You know, like I'd another be- type of Rogue One type of thing. You know what I mean? Like or something. I'd be all like, for that. I would be totally down for that. She's pulled out some amazing episodes of Mandalorian season one and two. She did an episode in both. And then this one. Yeah. She would crush a movie, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely shown that she has the chops for it. So I think that would be super cool. So there you go. All right. So give me some thoughts. Give me. So I've pretty much talked most of this episode 50 minutes away. Some thoughts on like on what's coming. What's coming this episode. Anything you want. So I think I mean, I hope we get to see more. I hope Mando's in the next the next two. I hope he doesn't just go away and do his thing with Grogu and then come back. Yep. Um, so that we have to spend because honestly, I like Mando much more than I've grown to like either Boba Fett or Fennec Shan. Um I like Fennec more than Boba. Boba yeah. he's like a one syllable, you know. Yeah. Monk. Yeah. Yeah. I am Boba Fett. Hmm. Yeah. I know. I am I'm really like I'll finish it because I want to finish it, but yeah. I don't, I am in no way interested in like season two of the book of Boba Fett or anything like that at this point. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of people are, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can say I wouldn't have just because if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch the whole thing because it's Star Wars and I like to know what happens. Kind of like Marvel movies. Like I watched Eternals. It wasn't great, but I watched it and not just for the podcast. It's like it's a Marvel movie and I want to know what it brings to the table for the next episode or next mm-hmm. movie that I do want to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Quinn, what about you? Hmm. I think that like Grogu might act. Hmm. I don't know whether Grogu will play a part in the world war. I don't think so, but I hope so. I would hope so too, but I don't think so. Either. I think he's off with Luke getting trained. Yep. I think he's learning yeah. to harness his abilities yeah. here. Yeah. Also, if they have Grogu, then it's kind of a done deal, right? If like, they have Grogu, it's just an episode of the Mandalorian. It's just they just turned it over, and made it. They just steered into it, and said, "You know what? This sucks. Let's just make it a Mandalorian show." Can we change the opening titles? Is it too late to change the opening titles? <laughs> yeah, he'll definitely be in the season three of Mandalorian to some degree. I don't think he'll be as much of it, but I think he'll be some. De- I think hopefully, hopefully, some of Mandalorian season three has to deal with him owning the having the dark and being basically the ruler. You don't care if he's out of the clan; he's still technically the ruler, ruler of Mandalore. Mandalore, right? I mean, you know, he has the sword and he did win it by combat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He might not be in their coven and their guild or, you know, she considers him not a Mandalorian, but, but that'll come into play. I hope so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be a lot of it. And hopefully, you know, he's able to, I don't know. Do you think he'll ask Luke to train him on how to use it? Oh. Or, or Ahsoka. Sabine. Maybe Imagine Sabine all three of them together. Sabine. Sabine yeah. Yep, Sabine. Yep, 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 yep. I There's love, definitely some more characters that have to be brought in, right? I love Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think Rosario Dawson nailed that yeah, character. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, she really did. But we got to, you know, but Ahsoka's show is going to have like General Thrawn in it and things like that. So we got a lot of that stuff still coming. 
Yeah. That's what they teased in the, uh, when she was talking about it in Mandalorian that, you know, so that's the kind of the go ahead is what's going to happen in, in her show. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward. To it. I'm actually looking forward to, so staying on the star Wars topic, I'm really looking forward to the Obi-Wan show. That starts soon. Uh, Queen, can you look it up when the start date for Obi-Wan is? I don't know. I was looking forward to this too. And now I'm I like, know. I know. Oh yeah, Sweetie McGregor is back and happy to be back. The 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 the, the flips of the yeah, but with the good comes the bad. Hayden Christensen's back again as Darth Vader as Anakin. So you know, we get the we get the one tone mono you know monotone you know awful. whiny. Oh, he, he was, was awful. Awful. He's the but, reason I never watched episode two or three. But so, why? Oh, you're because you're like him. Because no, because he and they were so bad and they were so wooden. Him and Natalie Portman, they were terrible. They were. They were, very they were terrible. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't do it. I'm hoping some of it was direction. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, it just says airs 2022. That's uh, yeah. I think you're right because it was a new trailer that dropped for it, but I don't think it had a date on it either. And it's it going to be six episodes. Quick. That's it, just six? Oh, good lord, they're really cheapening out. They're really cheap. Oh, good lord, it's going to be five episodes of nothing in one episode. Of like, hey, look, we put it together. Man, they are short-cheating us left, right, and center. got to stop. Uh, like, you know, these other see, shows are putting it together. Now I'm even look less at how excited. many episodes The Boys are and, you know, Invincible and all these shows on, you know, even even Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I understand doesn't cost as much, but it actually does cost a lot to make that show. Yeah. This is not happening anymore. I don't know. Uh, but Disney has all the money. Yes, I understand Amazon has all the money, but Disney has all the money. No, Disney really has all the money. But Amazon does too, and I get that. But they could make, you know, but and that's why they can make a Marvelous Miss. Yeah. But you, they put a lot into shows like Marvelous Miss Maisel and The Boys and things like that, which, you know, both take a lot in terms of like The Boys takes a lot in terms of CGI. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of money spent on that. But there's also a lot of money spent on costuming. Miss Maisel is a lot of money spent on costuming because to make that kind of a time period piece yeah. with the cars and the set designs and, and the costuming. Yeah. It costs a lot of money to make everything time period. Correct. Do you know what I mean? I so know. they're spending, they're spending a good penny on that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I you know, that. so there's I'm no, so there's no foreseeable reason why Obi-Wan is six episodes or, you know what I mean? I, it's, it, that is a little frustrating. We want more. Yeah. Make it eight, make it 10, make it, why can't you make a nice, even 10? Nice even ten. Make it a nice even. I know a monk. We're gonna yeah. do our monk episode, but make it a nice even ten. We'll be good. So, yeah, uh, a little frustration there, but I'm still looking forward to seeing it. I love Ewan McGregor's portrayal of Obi Wan, um, especially by the third episode. He was much more like Alec Guinness than he was in the first one. Excuse me, Sir Alec Guinness than he was in the first one. Um, but I thought that was well done. So it'll be exciting to see a little bit of the history of what he does when he's on Tatooine, basically looking over Luke. And interesting to see how they bring, you know, Hayden Christensen. Apparently, there's supposed to be maybe another duel between them. Like, we didn't actually see all their duels, right? The, the Mustafar duel was not their last one. And the, and, the, and the one we see in New Hope was not their, you know, final one. There's, there's apparently maybe more in between that they've come right. across each other a few more times. I yeah. could get behind that. Yeah. Well, because now we've had, you know, other than the Darksaber stuff, we really haven't had much. For Mandalorian or Boba Fett, we have not a lot of. There's no Jedi's really, other than Luke coming in at the end in Ahsoka, the Ahsoka episode, the Luke episode, and that's pretty much it. That's all we've seen of any kind of a Jedi hint and, and lightsaber stuff. So you know, it'd be nice to see it again. Obi Wan and whatever else is coming out. But there's a lot of shows coming out. Like they have a lot more. I think the the um uh the Rogue Squadron one or the Squadron one. I think that one's back on the table. They put that back up. They sort of like really? yeah. They kind of like. 
hit it for a while. And now I think it's back. It's going to be happening again with uh, Patty Jenkins. I think is going to be running that one who did the Wonder Woman movies. Um, so we'll see. People are kind of, cool. yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Um, and I think they're kind to, they're back in talks with Gina Carano to, you know, get back on board. They've kind of made peace with, you know, and they kind of, you know, sidestepped her for a while because of her, you know, Twitter rants and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they think they're kind of like, you know, made their peace and did what they had to do and showed that they weren't on board with what she was saying and how she was saying it. But now it's time to kind of get back to business and the fans want her back. So, you know, and I wouldn't mind, you know, I might not be, I don't agree with necessarily her politics or her thing, but that's, I don't really care what her politics are. She's just, she's an actress. You know what I mean? She, and she's good. And she was great in Mandalorian. I think she was great. She's not, maybe she's the best actress in the world, but she was great at her character in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I want to see more of it. You know, she did. She crushed it. Yeah. So that'll be good to see her back again. Uh, Cause she's supposed, she's supposed to be heading up that the, the uh, basically it's the squadron of like the jumpers, you know what I mean? Like that kind of like her, you know, the people that she was part of, you know what I mean? So that'll be good. The troopers essentially, um, we get the Ahsoka show coming up. So that's, I and mean, that's just the star Wars stuff, right? There's a ton of stuff coming out. I have to look yeah. it up and see all the, like the plate for Disney. Oh, uh, Moon Knight. So is that what we're jumping into next? Because when does that start? It's soon, though, right? Is it March? It's like March, but it's not. But it's not till March. Yeah, I looked that up. I think it's March, like second or third. So it's, it's, I want to say it's the beginning of March. I could be wrong, but that leaves us only two episodes left of Boba Fett, which will end. Ew, so we get a little bit of time. So there's any, yeah, because we only got two more episodes of Boba Fett, which takes us through this week and next week. So mid February, we're done with Boba Fett. Is there really that much gap between that and the next sort of weekly Disney Plus show? That's my question. Because at some point, know. you know, we want to do our, we want to keep doing our weekly podcasts and review shows. So we have to find something else to come mm-hmm. out with to do in between. We'll do. Yeah. Well, we can do that, and we can always do a quick move. Yeah, we'll definitely find something or a quick movie mm-hmm. review or something like that. So the other thing we're gonna we're thinking to start doing too is some uh, commentary track stuff. Hopefully, everybody's down for that. We'll like literally watch a movie together and comment on the movie as it's playing. So basically, what you do on that is like if you watch a movie, like you cue it up on your side, I cue it on mine, and you just you either read the subtitles or you just listen to it on an earbud, so it doesn't get recorded. Because you can't record it and play it on the podcast. That's illegal. But if we're watching it and you can tell the you can tell the audience to cue it up, you can have the audience say, okay, we're going to watch this movie. Cue it up to zero. Hit play now. We'll hit play now. And we're all watching it together and commenting oh, on the man. movie as it goes through. <coughs> oh, yeah, I could just put the, I gotta turn my mic off. I'll turn my <laughs> mic off for two hours. Yeah, we'll talk to the whole damn thing. So to go to... to to that point, yeah, Mila, Mila can just run this version of the podcast herself. So to, to that point, I have no problem when somebody talks to a movie that I've seen. If I've seen it or I've seen it a bunch of times. Talk, I don't care. I've seen it. But it's the first time, then I want to strangle you. <laughs> so we went to see Ghostbusters. I wanted to strangle her. And I sat, I was right next to her. I'm like, can somebody switch seats with me? Right next to me, jibber jabbing through the whole movie. I was going to kill her. So, you know, first time seeing it, quiet. Second time, third time, talk all you want. I don't care. Yeah, it's bother me. Did you see that? Like, did I see? Yes, I saw that. I'm sitting right here next to you. I'm of course, right here, I saw yeah. that. I'm watching the same thing. Did I get here before you? Yes, I'm watching the same movie. But did you Ruin, comprehend so. it? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I can comprehend pretty good at, at will on the drive. They did the thing. They oh. did the thing. Yes. 
So, yeah, that's why we don't watch movies together with Mila. <laughs> All right, gang. That was fantastic. We appreciate you, everybody. So everybody's got a uh, – how many how many uh, mics do we give this one? Simple because we'll get how many mics out of five. You can use halves. You can use halves. Four and a half. Yeah. Everybody, who else? Uh, Amy? Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. I, you know, maybe I'm, it's emotionally driven. I was thinking five, but. Yeah. All right. No, you can say five. You can say five. I Keep don't know, there, but I know. It, it, and I'm I'm disturbed and happy about that all at the same time. So I'm going to take a half away as well. So I'm going to give it four and a half too. Dr. Jones? Four and a half for the exact same reason. Oh, right across the board, four and a half. All right. Well, good thing Larry's not here then because he definitely would have given it like, you know, yeah, he would have ruined the curve. Two. He would, have given, he, would have, he would have ruined our curve. We love you, Larry. Everybody. <laughs> uh, we're gonna catch. We're gonna catch crap for this when Larry gets back. We're definitely gonna catch because Larry listens to the show. We're gonna catch crap. He listens to this and he's gonna call me. I guarantee you tonight. You guys talking <laughs> shit about me? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Yeah, we hope Larry had a good trip. We hope Larry had a good trip. He actually texted me while we were doing this. So, all right, gang. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for being on the show. Mila, of course, thank you. I'll see actually both of you at work tomorrow. Yep. Amy, of course, yep. thank you as always. You're welcome. Always yeah. happy to do it. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much, everybody. All right. So we got a new hashtag. Hashtag, let's rant. Oh, no.